Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Tough choices. Every Thanksgiving is a potential for large community spread. President-elect's dire warning. More people may die if we don't coordinate. GOP pushback on troop plan. A rapid withdrawal would hurt our allies. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, pandemic restrictions tighten up just ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday. Officials in 28 states have taken action over the past two weeks. More moves could come in the days ahead. CBS News correspondent Omar Villafranca. Across the country, a return of scenes from the earliest days of the pandemic. Long lines for testing from Los Angeles to Miami. In Chicago, grocery store shelves were emptied of essentials like toilet paper and cleaning supplies after the city's stay-at-home advisory went into effect. This is simply the fastest increase California has seen. California Governor Gavin Newsom announced he was pulling an emergency break on California's reopening. In Iowa, the strain on state hospitals led Governor Kim Reynolds to announce a new mask mandate after months of resisting calls to do so. If Iowans don't buy into this, we lose, and our health care system will fail. Philadelphia officials announced a six-week ban on indoor dining, gyms, and museums across the city. Dozens of protesters came out to North Dakota's capital after the governor suspended extracurricular activities, including sports, at schools for a month. At a medical center in Salt Lake City, nurse Janine Roberts says some patients, even as they stare down death, insist the COVID crisis isn't real. We have these patients who literally are on life support. We're working super hard to get them better, helping them to wake up. And then the first thing they're trying to communicate is that it's all a hoax. Virus cases are also spiking in the nation's nursing homes, where many patients are vulnerable and could face life-threatening illness. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Craig Watson visited his mother, Ray, at the Avalon Valley Rehabilitation Center in Salt Lake City every Sunday until early March when the facility closed to visitors. I had no idea I would never see her again. Almost five months later, Ray tested positive for coronavirus. Watson could only say goodbye over FaceTime. There's people from the outside that are probably more likely exposed than we are going in there every day. We cannot create a bubble around elderly folks living in nursing homes. Rebecca Gerges studies public health policy at the University of Chicago. She looked at six states currently experiencing surges. She found weekly cases among nursing home staff more than tripled and resident cases more than quadrupled from June to October. As correspondent Nicole Killian tells us, the president-elect says the time is now for his team to get the information it needs to act. President-elect Joe Biden predicted grave consequences if the Trump administration keeps stonewalling his team on the coronavirus pandemic. If we have to wait until January 20th to start that planning, 
it puts us behind. The president-elect said controlling the virus is the first step to recovery. Once we shut down the virus and deliver economic relief to workers and businesses, then we can start to build back better than before. There's a hearing today in a case brought by the Trump campaign to try to stop Pennsylvania officials from certifying that state's presidential election results. And in Georgia, Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says he's been pressured by members of his own party, including Senator Lindsey Graham, to question the validity of legally cast ballots in an effort to reverse President Trump's loss there. Senator Graham applied for us to audit the envelopes and then throw out the ballots for counties who had the highest frequency error of signatures. I tried to help explain that that's you couldn't tie the signatures back anymore you know, to those ballots. Graham calls the allegation ridiculous. In the nine weeks left in his presidency, Mr. Trump is looking to sharply cut U.S. troop strength in Afghanistan and Iraq. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. CBS News has learned that the Pentagon expects the president to order a withdrawal of about 2,000 American forces in Afghanistan and 500 in Iraq by mid-January. That would leave about 2,500 U.S. troops in each country. The president is already getting pushback from his own party, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. A rapid withdrawal of U.S. forces from Afghanistan now would hurt our allies and delight, delight the people who wish us harm. Military officials worry leaving too few troops in Afghanistan could lead to more violence, but they say it is better than having no troops there at all. The New York Times reports President Trump asked senior advisors last week whether he had options to take against Iran's main nuclear site in the weeks ahead. The report says they advised against a military strike. The discussion came after international inspectors reported a significant increase in Iran's stockpile of nuclear material. Hurricane Iota is bashing Central America. It made landfall as the strongest Atlantic storm this year, a Category 4 with top sustained winds of 155 miles an hour. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says it hit in about the same area in Nicaragua as Ada two weeks ago. The torrent of rain that is going to come well inland from the landfall location is going to mean more and more landslides, more and more catastrophic flooding in what's going to turn into even more of a humanitarian crisis than we already had in the aftermath of Ada. The four astronauts who left Earth on a SpaceX rocket Sunday night have reached their home away from home, the International Space Station. Docking came just over 27 and a half hours after launch from the Kennedy Space Center. Dragon SpaceX, soft capture confirmed. Dragon copies, and we see the same. The docking happened automatically. Commander Mike Hopkins, pilot Victor Glover were ready to override software if necessary, but they didn't have to. Hopkins, Glover, Shannon Walker, and Japanese astronaut Suichi Noguchi have begun their six-month stay in orbit, bringing the total number of station crew members to seven. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The National Football League says an all-black officiating crew will work a game for the first time in league history. It'll be next Monday night's Bucks rams game in Tampa. The league says it's a, quote, testament to the countless and immeasurable contributions of black officials to the game. A taste of New York has come to Southern California. A New York City favorite pizza is taking a bite out of Los Angeles. Prince Street Pizza just opened a branch in the city, bringing its signature pepperoni Sicilian and long lines out the door. This guy drove in from out of town. When I heard it was opening one here, I made the trip down from San Diego, actually. 
The pizzeria is on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. Big crowds showed up the past few days. The menu is pretty simple, just slices and sodas, the way we New Yorkers like it. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A Taiwanese clothing store, RT Mart, has apologized for a sign that praised small sizes and called large ones extra rotten and rotten to the core. It got attention and criticism during last week's Singles Day, the big Chinese Internet sale. The chain calls the wording inappropriate. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.